0: Hey guys, welcome to another segment of the Grind Never Stops podcast. As you guys all know, in my last segment, we I had a heated debate as the Sixers got stunned by the Hawks in Philadelphia in Game 7 of their Eastern Conference semifinals, and we didn't like the performance of Ben Simmons. We actually did not like any performance that Mr. Ben Simmons achieved in these semifinals. And I really think that they need to trade Ben Simmons. And I wanna keep talking about the Sixers because the post-game reaction from Doc Rivers, their own head coach, made some tough comments as he was asked if Ben Simmons could still be a point guard For a championship contender? And he says, I can't answer that right now. You cannot put a young point guard... It's his, what, third, fourth year in the league. You can't put him under the bus. And yes, he might be the reason why the Sixers are the Philadelphia Sixers. But you can't put him under the bus. Because maybe he wanted to avoid beating Being put on the bus, so he blames Ben Simmons. And that's the worst mistake that you can do as a head coach for a first seeded team in the East, for a high market team, for a team that AI played on, and you can't go on a press conference after losing game seven and put Ben Simmons under the bus. Because you might get fired. Doc Rivers, and I love Doc Rivers, but as you know, in the playoffs, all of his teams that he coached have blown leads. How many championships did Doc Rivers win with the Celtics? And they had big-time players. He won once, once. He went to the Clippers. He blew a 25-point lead While they're leading 3-1 against the Houston Rockets. So you you had a 25-point lead in game 5. You're at home. You lose that game. You lose game 6. You lose game 7. And he is known for blowing leads. So the only person that should be put on the bus. And no one should be put under the bus like that. Since Doc Rivers decided to put Ben Simmons under the bus, and I told you guys, I don't like Ben Simmons. But if I was the head coach of this damn team, I wouldn't put Ben Simmons under the bus. And that's the worst mistake that you can do after losing to the damn Atlanta Hawks who were coach. By McMillan, who got fired by the Pacers at the beginning of the year, and who had a history of bad locker room and had a bad history this season, when when it was in the locker room, you saw that him the the assistant had had fights with the Indiana Pacers young center Nate Batadze, and that's why he got fired. Is there was a lot of rumors. Oladipo got traded, they got Levert, Levert got injured, and they had to fire Nate McMillan. And the Pacers stepped up. But it was not because Nate Mac- McMillan didn't stop Sabonis grabbing 20 boards and having triple-doubles. It didn't stop for Levert doing his work. Malcolm Brogdon, Malster. no. He got fired because of a lot of reasons. And that the GM didn't trust Nate McMillan. So he got fired by Indiana Pacers team. He got hired in the middle of the season by a team who was also struggling on both ends of the floor. And there was a lot of rumors between Trey Young and Jason Collins and other Hawks players that Trey Young was not the great leader. And these are all rumors. No one thinks that of Trey Young. Because Trey Young changed his game. He used to shoot long threes only, but now he's getting to the free throw line. He's drawing fouls. He's getting inside. He has that floater going. And he still shoots threes and can, he was the third best assist per game player in the National Basketball Association. But this is not about Nick McMillan, but I'm just saying that You can't put Ben Simmons under the bus when you just lost. And it was not because, yes, he might be the number one main reason, but he was not the only main reason. Doc Rivers, in the offseason, when he got damn hired, he should have took Ben Simmons and the shooting coach for the Sixers, who should they fire in this offseason. They should took Ben Simmons and let him shoot elbow jump shots. Let him shoot at least one three a game. That pick and roll. That end of the shot clock. And Ben Simmons was is afraid to shoot. But that's why you have a damn head coach. That's why you have a damn shooting coach. That's why you have those guys. Because there wouldn't be those guys. You got to use these Piece of staff and show Benson to shoot that. Shoot that elbow jump shot. Shoot. Get to the free If you're wide open, you go for the layup. You go for the poster dunk. You don't pass to a guy that's a no name, Matthias Thiebel, who's only good on the defensive end and shooting, he's trash. So if you want to put someone under the damn bus, after losing to the Atlanta Hawks at home in Game 7 of the semifinals, you cannot put a point, a young point guard under the bus. Because you should have answered, yes, he's my all-star point guard. We're going to get better, he's going to get better, he's going to put some sh- shots in the offseason and train hard. But you cannot answer the question by saying, I can't answer that right now. Because you will eventually get fired for that stupid comment. And you cannot say that. Because if you actually want to start blaming people. What, Joel Embiid, most of the time, yes, he shot 11 for 21 in games, But in the other games, there were times where he was wide open from three. And he decided to do a step back and do a mid-range contested shot. May when he was, got, when they switched and they had Kevin Hurt instead of Joel Embiid posting up, a guy that's short. He's six seven. Embiid is close to seven feet. He shot a contested three, instead of going inside, make some post moves and get inside draws draw the foul. So. It's not just Ben Simmons. Yes, he might be the main reason he attempted two shots in the fourth quarter in the in the first seven game in the seven game against the Hawks. But you got to look at the other guys in Game Five. Tobias Harris, a thirty million dollar man, scores five friggin' points. What? Why don't you talk about your your million dollar man, your small forward? That you traded for. Why don't you put him under the bus. And say. We, we wanted more from Tobias Harris. Because if he made those shots that he missed. If he made those contested layups. Those free throws. We wouldn't be here. Same thing. Ben Simmons shot 4 for 14. In game 5. From the free throw line. And it was your damn, if you want to put someone under the bus, you should put your damn ugly ass Doc Rivers under the bus. You should have took Ben Simmons and have him shoot free throws. Have him shoot a 100 free throws every hour. Have him shoot the elbow. The elbow jump shot, it's not that hard. You should have done that instead of, Uh, Ben Simmons is Ben Simmons. No, there's no Ben Simmons. Is Ben Simmons? Look at what Giannis under the combo. And Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton was known for missing. For, disappearing in big games. Giannis under the combo when the Raptors played the wall when the Miami Heat played that wall. He didn't do anything. But what happened in the off-season? He trained to get better, to change his game. And yes, he's shooting more threes. I don't care if he's he shot two for six in game seven. But he made those points matter. Who made the game-winning bucket in overtime? Chris Middleton. And Chris Middleton did not have a great shooting night, but he got double-digit rebound twice in the first seven games, and he made that game-winning jump shot. Imagine Chris Middleton did not make that. Imagine he wasn't ground on the defensive end. We wouldn't be here. And no one's talking about P.J. Tucker, who played great defensively, even though KD averaged close to 40 points a game, but P.J. Tucker... Some subs that he did was one of the reasons the Milwaukee Bucks stayed with the Brooklyn Nets. Like, you gotta work, man. And Benson, like, it's not about Benson, man. It's about Doc Rivers' post-game comments it's you cannot say that right after you right after losing you cannot go in a press conference yeah go in a press conference but you can't put ben simmons under the bus on media you cannot do that doc rivers because you will eventually get fired because the sixers are going to have a long off season But this segment is not about six It's about Doc Rivers' post-game comments. And this, I'm trying to teach you guys that if you lose a deciding game, game seven, and you know it's not just one player, it's everyone, you should say, that's my all-star. But we have to work hard as a team. We did not play well in game five. And that was the turning point of the game. Yes, we might have won game six, but game five was a turning point of the game. That's what the Doc Rivers should be saying, but not even though I think Ben Simmons should not be the starting point guard for this contending team, which is the Sixers. But I'm not, if I'm the head coach, I'm not going to the media and put him. The young guy under the bus. And that's not fair for Ben Simmons. Because Ben Simmons did not put Doc Rivers under the bus. And this is unbelievable, man. It's like there's already drama by just losing the damn game. Why you want to create more drama? Because you will eventually, probably, get your ass fired. And you are known for blowing damn leads. But guys, let's move on. So in this segment, uh, we're going to preview the Western Conference Finals and the Eastern Conference Finals. So the Eastern Conference Final has not started yet, but the NBA Western Conference has. And before we recap game one, between the Clips and the Suns. Ever since... before the season started... as soon as the Suns got CP3... CP3 is known to be a leader... but... he's never been to the conference final. But... he takes... every team he's played for... he takes them to the next level. And I really I think that this squad... And yes, he didn't play game one as he's in pandemic protocols. And we hope he can return for game three or game four. But Chris Paul is a real leader. He's a real leader. But I think that this year is the time. They're in the Western Conference Final. They're playing team that are without Kawhi Leonard. And he's not playing game two either. We might not know if he's... Playing game 3, game 4, game 5 We don't know But as of right now The Suns won game 1 without Booker And we'll talk about game 1 in just a second But in this series I got the Suns winning in 7 games Why? Because Kawhi Leonard Is not 100% And because I don't trust Paul George And yes he might Been having his best playoff season Ever since his uh, since he was with the Pacers before Game 7. Against the Miami Heat twice. But this is time for Paul George to make a statement. Because he's known for pandemic. p. He's known to be a failure in the playoffs. But there's no Kawhi Liner. So Paul George, is he already made a statement. Against the Mavericks, he played awesome. Against the Utah Jazz. The number one team in the NBA. He made a damn statement. But if the Clippers are gonna win this one, they need to solve Paul George. You cannot well I'll talk about game one in just a moment. But you you have to solve D books. You have to solve C uh, CP three. But it's not just that you they still have a three and D in Shea Crowder. Who's been back to back finals? They have a two way center in DeAndre Ayton, so the it won't like Clippers have been through a lot. Round one they played Luka Doncic, and that went to seven. In round two they played the best team in the Western Conference, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, and now they're playing the Suns with Devin Booker, and that things are getting harder because if they beat the Suns. They will likely face the Milwaukee Bucks in the NBA Finals. And maybe the Atlanta Hawks. Because I'm not going to discriminate the Atlanta Hawks. They're for real. But we we will see. But for now, I got the Suns winning in 7. And for the Suns, Devin Booker needs to keep doing D books stuff. CP3 is going to come back. I hope he comes back soon. He's going to do what he does best, is getting everyone going, shooting that mid-range uh, king that he, he has in his skills. He needs to keep doing that. And another thing, we're not forgetting, a two-way center in DeAndre In, who has improved in these playoffs. So we need to see on what they're going to bring. As in Game 1, the, now we'll talk about Game 1. Paul George played well, but he didn't shoot the ball well. And he should have shot more because he scored 36. But doesn't matter if you score 36. Because the guy you were guarding was D. Books. And D. Books had a 40-point triple-double without CP3. And the Clippers need... And I know th- they were down 2 nothing in Dallas. They were down 2 nothing against Utah. And I don't want to say, oh, they're going to be down 2 nothing. and they're going to change again. No. You don't want to be in that position because you never know. What if CP3 comes back in Game 3 and Kawhi comes back or doesn't come back and they shit the bed and they get swept? You don't want that. So Game 2, Reggie Jackson and Paul George need to make a statement at the start of the game and go on a huge run. But I got the Suns beating the Clippers in seven, which makes them go to the NBA Finals. But we won't do NBA Finals predictions just yet. Uh, In the Eastern Conference Finals, it's a surprising Atlanta Hawks. Who will be playing the Milwaukee Bucks. Who just beat the Brooklyn Nets. Who beat the Miami Heat in the first round. Who they made Jimmy Butler have his worst shooting performance in his career. And then they had James Harden. Who was garbage. And I commend. I applaud James Harden. Why? He was injured and he still played the, he played 52 minutes in game seven. In game six, he played 39 minutes. Game five, he played every single minute in game five, which was 48 minutes. And I applaud James Harden for actually going in games The the trainer says, "Oh, you can't play. And he's like, no way. There's no way I'm not playing. I'm going to play. And that's why I applaud James Harden. But Kevin Durant was doing everything for, for Brooklyn against the Bucks. He was doing everything. And we saw the vintage KD. And I, I don't, I don't want to say vintage KD, but everyone's saying vintage, vintage. KD is not old. KD is like not like, like D. Rose. K D is still Kevin Durant, one of the best pure scorers in the NBA. But it was tough because yeah, Blake Griffin had good performance, but they didn't give him more shots. And there was times where Harden KD shot long range contested three down the shot clock when, when Blake Griffin was wide open. But it's not just that, just all around things weren't going well. James Harden was injured. Jeff Green was injured half of the time. Kyrie Irving missed game five, game six, game seven, game four. So just tough. And team, Kyrie Irving is always injured in the boarding games ever since he left the Cleveland Cavaliers. So it's gonna be also a good offseason for the Nets. Because I wish they used DeAndre Jordan. Because Giannis led the boards in almost every game. And we needed the Nets need a big guy. But let's move on. So the Bucs will play the Atlanta Hawks. Obviously, I got the Bucks winning in six. But that could change anytime. Because who's going to be guarding? Obviously, Drew will guard Trey Young. But who will be guarding Kevin Herter? Who will be guarding Jason Collins? And I think Clint Campella will outmatch Brook Lopez. Even though Brook... Is a shitty rebounder ever since he left the Brooklyn Nets a long time ago. Even though Lopez shoots threes, Capella will outmatch. Because Brook Lopez will be not looking to get offensive boards. He will be looking to run and shoot that fast break three. So it's going to be a lot of, but the bench will be a key for both squads. But for the Hawks, they need Trey Young to do, keep doing Trey Young things. But not only that, gentlemen. Jason Collins need to score more. He can't go in game seven and score 14 points. But he did grab 15 rebounds, which is why the Hawks had those huge runs is one of the reasons was Jason Collins getting those defensive rebounds as he had 13 of them. But I got the Bucs winning six, and that makes the Bucs facing the Suns in the NBA Finals. But, guys, thanks for tuning in. We will do a recap tomorrow after game one, game two, between the Clips and the Suns. Uh, And in other news, in the NHL, uh, last night the Vegas got the overtime winner for the Vegas, and that's tied with the Montreal Canadiens. At two games apiece, Game 5 will be back in Vegas. And they finally solved Carey Price, who's been playing amazing playoff hockey. And Caulfield as well. Everyone's doing well. But for Game 5, I think the Habs need to have a better start. And they need to keep their lead. But for Vegas, the crowd's going to go crazy. And I think that Vegas will have a better chance at winning. Because of the crowd. And because they have great players. But. It's not about that. It's about Carey Price. If they saw Price. They will win this series. And they will reach the finals again. And probably plays the Tampa Bay Lightning. But this is about Carey Price. For the Habs. Who is playing great playoff. But I don't think Carey Price is that broader. Is Martin Broder. He cannot carry his team. You need more from Tyler Toffo. And he's been playing well. But you need more from that. And they, the halves need to stop taking dumb penalties. Uh, so game 5 is tomorrow. Also tonight. I was really disappointed, gentlemen. The Islanders had the lightning numbers in the regular season. Had them in the first Four, uh, five games, but in game five, they gave up eight goals and they lost eight nothing. That is disappointing for this Islanders franchise, because you have worked hard this season to do to play better, and they have to have a better start in game six as they lost eight nothing tonight. But for the Lightning, Brain Point is on fire. He it's his eight game point streak. Steven Stamkos. Went off, and that's what you want to see from Stamkos because we haven't seen him do shit ever since he got injured early in the year. So game six is in two couple of days. But guys, thanks for tuning in to this segment. We want to thank everyone who has subscribed to our YouTube channel. We have seventy subscribers. Keep subscribing and help us get to one k. And also, you can check my boys. Podcast at Pot- Potty Mountain Sports. But guys, thanks for tuning in. It's your host, DJ Joe, Sunny here. And trade Ben Simmons.